Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut Friday, October 7th edition of the program. We have Hunter Biden on the hot seat. People reporting that he may be facing tax evasion charges and even lying on a federal gun form, which is a felony. Will the president's son get prosecuted? It's important we dive into that one. Plus, Blake Masters slaps around the weak arguments of Mark Kelly on stage in a debate in Arizona. Immigration, illegal immigration, in the center of those exchanges. We'll break that down for you. Come up here in a second. Plus, Governor Abbott of Texas and the migrant buses to New York will continue because New York City should be handling this problem and also Kanye goes on Tucker show some interesting things there from Mr. Kanye West. We have much to discuss with all that here on this Friday edition. Look, identity theft happens all the time. More than 14 billion dollars were stolen from identity theft victims last year alone. To cyber criminals, it is a success story. To the rest of us, it's a wake up call. Your personal info is in more places now than ever. And all that exposure can make it dangerously easy to steal your identity. 
LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself by monitoring your identity and alerting you to threats you could miss on your own. If you become a victim of identity theft, a U.S.-based restoration specialist will be dedicated to your case and work to fix it. I worked with a restoration specialist once, so I know how helpful they are, how critical it is to have LifeLock. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. Save up to 25% off your first year by going to LifeLock.com slash buck. That's LifeLock.com slash buck for 25% off LifeLock.com slash B-U-C-K. Here we have Hunter Biden in some trouble. Um, look, we've known about this all along, right? It, it's not a it's not a surprise to us, really, that Hunter Biden is in a situation of legal jeopardy. This is a guy who smokes crack. This is a guy who takes videos of himself with prostitutes. I mean, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, he he is a mess. It's not like oh, he's the son of a of a president now, but of a famous politician, and we're all scrutinizing his life. I mean, this guy is a disaster. And also, he was selling access to his father when he was the vice president. That's a big issue. Now, you can go over to NBC where Ken Delanian, for example, this is a Russia collusion conspiracy theorist. Guy's been wrong about everything. And he's doing the, okay, well, maybe it doesn't look so good what Hunter Biden did, but, you know, it's not illegal. Play clip six, please. In terms of, like, corruption, conflict of interest, we've never heard a hint that that was, that there were potential criminal charges there because Hunter Biden wasn't an office holder. It was perfectly legal for him to take money from foreign governments as long as it wasn't he wasn't inappropriately giving them information from his family or something. There's no hint of that. As bad as it looks, we should all acknowledge it looked terrible. He did this while his father was vice president and in charge of Ukraine issues. And he was taking fifty thousand dollars a month from that energy company. But no hint that, that he was ever going to be charged on that count. No hint he would ever be charged. Like, okay, let, let's just step back for a second. Governor Bob McDonnell of Virginia years ago, you may recall this. He was the governor of Virginia. They threatened to prosecute his wife and throw her in federal prison for two years. Of course, Democrat, deep state, leftist prosecutors, because she accepted gifts. You might say, well, what did, what did she do? What was the quid pro quo? She wasn't in elected office. She's married to a guy who's a governor. No quid pro quo. Looks bad. Call it corruption. Throw her in prison. So you see, when Democrats do something, it's, oh, you know, I don't really see it. When Republicans do anything, it's lock them up. We know this is this is the double standard. This is one of the most damaging double standards that exists in this country right now. And it is not perfectly legal to take money from foreign governments and not declare it. That's called tax evasion, tax fraud. It is a crime. It is illegal. So. With that in mind, my friends, this legal analysis from somebody who is a hunter apologist over at NBC is not something that you should uh, take to the bank. That's for sure. Now, do I think Hunter now we get into the politics of this? Do I think Hunter is going to be charged? You know, Clay and I have a big bet over this. And look, it's it's not looking good for Hunter right now. I still think, though. And this was part of our this is part of the ongoing uh, bet we have over this. I still believe that Hunter Biden is likely to be given some kind of a plea deal to avoid prison time, avoid a felony and pay a fine. And if that's what happens here, 
then the Democrat machinery has protected him, right? As long as there's no prison time attached to any of this, Joe Biden doesn't have to pardon him, and the Biden administration will continue on as is. My friend Jesse Kelly, for example, thinks that Biden is going to resign um, uh, and they're going to hold this over him, hold Hunter Biden over him as, as leverage to get him to resign before he even says he's not running. I don't see that, but I don't know. We cannot know exactly how this is going to go because nobody can predict the future. But I do know this. If this was the son of a Trump or of Donald Trump, rather, if this was one of his children and they had this, there is a 100 percent chance there would be a federal criminal prosecution and the federal prosecutors involved would be seeking the maximum 100 percent chance and you know that and i know that and that is what we are up against that is the reality of how the other side plays the game now joe biden is a weakened president and is obviously not a very bright guy period actually just for for uh for kicks here from remember this one This is how Joe Biden kicked off uh, or during I think he actually kicked off his speech this way. He's got two words for you, America. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Made in America. Made in America. Maybe if he kind of like mutters it or slurs it together. Made in America. Well, that isn't one word, though. So even still, it's wrong. Remember when he just sort of yelled craziness, blather, and we're supposed to say, oh, and they say he has a stutter. I've never heard a stutter that sounds like that. I've, I've heard cognitive decline that sounds something like that. But don't worry. If we go to nuclear war with Russia, Putin versus Biden, that's what we've got there. Yeah. On that chessboard. I think we all understand how that would play out. Um. I I want to talk to you about the Blake Masters just butt kicking, butt kicking of uh, Mark Kelly last night in the debate. Um, And we'll get to that in just a second. But I want to tell you about the preborn pregnancy clinics first. This is such an important mission. So many of you are pro-life out there and you hold those principles, but it's more than a principle. It has to be an action as well. Take action now. Don't just say and live as a pro-life person and say you're a pro-life person, help others bring life into this world. Help pregnant women make the right decision. That's what the pre-born pregnancy clinics do. They station these clinics all over the country, but predominantly in places where there's a lot of uh, abortion that takes place, unfortunately. Still, even though Roe v. Wade was overturned, still a lot of abortions happening. New York, California, a lot of blue states. The preborn pregnancy clinics provide ultrasounds for free to women because they know that when there's this ultrasound and the mother sees the baby in her womb, overwhelmingly she's going to choose life. That's all it takes. Let her see what is there. And that divine connection happens. You can help this occur and save lives in the process by making a donation today to a preborn pregnancy clinic. All you have to do from your phone, dial pound. 250 and say the keyword baby that'll connect you with someone at preborn and they'll tell you more information they'll receive your donation their website is preborn.com slash buck that's preborn.com slash buck or just dial pound 250 say the keyword baby let's help this organization save as many as 40,000 lives preborn.com slash b-u-c-k 
All right, so here's what happened at the uh, in the midterms. Uh, this was the real moment. First of all, there is a broader trend here of Democrats who are doing everything they can to pretend that they're not Democrats. Oh, I'm not one of those abortion all nine months of a pregnancy, wide open borders, spend us into oblivion, let the criminals out to, you know, rape, loot and pillage society, um, you know, trans surgeries for kids. I'm not one of those Democrats. What's well, like, actually, you are because you're a Democrat. You, you don't get to right before people are making decisions about who they want in power. You don't get to just pretend you're something other than what you are. But this is what all these Democrats are doing across the board. This is what they are up to. These Democrats are doing everything possible to seem like they're not really Democrats. Not really doing it. My friends, this is preposterous. It's dishonest. It's disingenuous. And Mark Kelly tried this one last night. Blake Masters did not let him get away with it. I've been focused on the border since day one on this job. I'm down there all the time. I was on the phone this week just, you know, with Mayor Nichols of Yuma, Sheriff Daniels of Cochise County, talking about what more we need for Border Patrol and immigration. That, my friends, we're is working, called evasion. We're, we're, we're working to raise Border Patrol pay by 18, 18%. I've got legislation to do that. I've been focused on the border since day one. Okay. I, you know, with no great effects since, because we have a wide open southern border. So if that's the best you it, can do, I respectfully request you resign. Been, and let's get someone in the seat who will actually secure our border. Notice that if you, if you, I watched the whole debate, by the way, if you watch that debate, although to be fair, I did fast forward through any time the libertarian was speaking. I was like, I don't need to hear this. Don't vote libertarian people. Okay. These are close elections. A vote for libertarian is a vote for the Democrats to win and destroy the country more. Okay, let's let's be clear about that. You're not you're not impressing anybody with your principle by voting libertarian. Vote for the Republican. And if you're not some lunatic communist who thinks that, you know, 10 year olds should be having trans surgeries and Biden should spend five trillion dollars. We have the highest inflation in 40 years. Vote Republican, please. Very important. Um, but notice that Mark Kelly's game here is, oh, I'm very focused on the border. What does that mean? He then goes on to say we need comprehensive immigration reform. Looking at the problem, sending more money to process migrants coming into the country illegally, that's not helping. That's actually just continuing the problem. There's there's, there's no big upside. That's not helping anybody. But that's what they have to say. He also says he breaks with his party on this. Oh, I, I disagree. I'm not one of those lunatic open borders Democrats. Yeah, you are. You vote with Chuck Schumer, you vote with Joe Biden, you vote with Nancy Pelosi, you're a Democrat. People of Arizona, they're, they're figuring this out. And you got an incumbent senator who's got a political newcomer and Blake Masters coming after him. Masters did a really good job. I mean, here's his position. While, while Mark Kelly is saying, you know, well, I, I've been looking at the border and, and, and thinking about it and, you know, talking about it. Here's what Blake Master says needs to be done about it. Well, call me old fashioned, but I think the correct amount of illegal immigration is zero. That's what federal law says. The problem is that Joe Biden and Mark Kelly are willfully ignoring federal law. They've surrendered our southern border. They've given it up to the Mexican drug cartels. We had operational control two years ago, and now it's just a complete disaster. They incentivize people to break the law. Illegal aliens, when they come here, they're supposed to be caught and deported back to their home country or back to some other country that wants them. Yeah, that is actually the law. 
That is the law. But there's this loophole for remaining for a period of time of claiming asylum. By the way, they they, they could have the regulation such that the initial screening is much more rigorous so that they don't qualify for the uh, initial screening when they claim that they want defensive asylum, which means they've come into the country illegally and are now demanding asylum after entering in violation of U.S. immigration law. This could all be changed. We could turn around this number. Five million illegal aliens entered America that we that were certain of since Joe Biden took office. It's been less than two years. Over 800,000 gotaways in the last fiscal year. We're close to 800,000. That's huge. Those are people. We don't, we don't know who they are. We don't know what they're doing here. We don't know what their backgrounds are. You know, some of them, yes, I know. It's a small percentage. Some of them are MS-13 gang members. Some of them are drug cartel guys. Some of them are, you know, uh, sexual deviants and people with records of sexual abuse, uh, criminals. I mean, that is happening. Eh, Democrats don't care. Democrats don't care. We're, we're a, a nation of illegal immigrants now, it seems, as far as they are concerned. So I think it's important to note that there's a dishonesty right now from any Democrat in a close race effectively saying, um, hey, I'm not like those other Democrats, but you are. You are because you vote with them and you use the power you have to represent your state in the Senate to advance their agenda. You can, you know, have a little whiny talking points nonsense about it all. It doesn't matter. You're going along with them. So Blake Masters, we got to get Blake Masters into the Senate. Um, We really I really think we're going to end up with a 52 seat majority and we're going to, you know, have a have a substantial majority in the House as well. And gridlock is our friend. Gridlock during the Biden administration is the best we can hope for. Just allow continuity of government. We've got this massive government apparatus. It's all going to be fine. We just want gridlock. Leave it there. That's it. It's all we need. It's the only situation that we need for the next two years that's reason that's realistic, right? I mean, as long as we stop the Biden agenda, there'll be tremendous benefit from that process. That's what we that's what we got to do. Oh, speaking about the border, by the way, you know, uh, Governor Adams. I'm sorry. Governor Abbott has said in response to Governor uh, Governor Adam. Okay, I got it. Adams and Abbott. It's tough to get these right. So you got the mayor of New York, Eric Adams. You got the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, and Adams. Here we go. It helps when I do this. Adams is saying we need a. It's going to cost us a billion dollars. The uh, nineteen thousand illegal immigrants that have been sent to New York City. A billion dollars with a B. Uh, hold on. I, th- I thought that they just made us richer. I thought they were all going to start the next Google and we're a nation of illegal immigrants. And why is it going to cost a billion dollars? Right. They do the jobs Americans won't do. Right. There's 10 million open jobs. Right. Well, what's going to. Ah, yes, it's illegal for them to do jobs in America. But does that ever stop the libs? No, of course not. But Adams is just saying it's going to cost a billion dollars. So Abbott's saying, you know what? Great. We're just going to keep sending you illegal migrants. This needs to continue. People need to see. There are costs to illegal immigration. Everybody knows it. Democrats lie about it, lie about it all the time. They are just fundamentally dishonest on this issue. They don't want people to figure out. They don't want people to know. Oh, oh, gosh. Uh, And then there was the uh, Tucker Kanye interview to two fascinating individuals, Tucker Carlson, Kanye West. Uh, This was on Tucker's show 
last night. I, I thought this was interesting. Here, Tucker asked Kanye, why do you like Trump? Here's the why did you like him, by the way? You said you liked him early, like you saw him. In the- I mean, uh, I, I keep telling this joke. If people say Trump was the first black president, I'm going to be the first Latino president because all the values, the, the conservative values just line up. Come on, man. Trump's this What do you mean? He has his own buildings. We talk about he's like <laughs> like Ralph Lauren. He made Ivanka. You know, game respects game, folks. Kanye is uh, really a, he's he's a brand. Kanye's an institution in culture and now in culture and politics and business. Uh, you know, Trump is as well. And so two guys, you see each other and say there's a guy who's uh, getting it done. But but Kanye was asked specifically about why he wore alongside Candace Owens a white lives matter sweatshirt. Here is how he uh, responded to that. They're looking for an explanation and people say, well, as an artist, you don't have to give an explanation, but as a leader, you do. Yes, I think that's right. So the answer to why I wrote white lives matter on a shirt is because they do. It's the obvious thing. Why do you think that's so, and, and I assume the implication is, of course, all lives matter because they're lives, because God created them. Yeah. Why do you think that that would be considered controversial? Because the same people that have stripped us of our identity and labeled us as a, as a color have told us what it means to be black and the vernacular that we're supposed to have. The malcontents in our society who are obsessed with control and obsessed with power need us divided, and in this country, they want us divided by race. Dividing us by class in the classical Marxist model works somewhat, but we're a very wealthy country, and even people who aren't, uh, you know, high income lead comfortable and safe lives for the most part in America, uh, comparably to historical norms. Uh, But dividing us by race is a means of controlling. And the moment that they lose that, people start to say, well, hold on a second. We're all in this together. We're all Americans. Why why do we have to have riots about about BLM when really what we should be focused on is how do we have how do we make every neighborhood, every school system? every community as prosperous and safe as possible. What would that require? How do we do that instead of just tearing down something certainly worth our discussion, friends? Um, go check out the on the Clay and Buck show, by the way. We had Jesse Kelly on, which was a lot of fun. We, uh, we talked about Tequila Gate quite a bit there, and I wish you all a very restful weekend. I'll talk to you Monday. Shields high. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good 
and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.